Blog Talk Radio. Check back 
on the replay of this broadcast and other broadcasts I've done and listen to that song once again and just hear how it resonates, the powerful message that it has about the good fight. So today we're talking about cancer, the topic, and that's a real, real tough situation to talk about because I have had family pass from cancer, and like any other day, I like to dedicate this broadcast to my mother-in-law. Her name is Rosa, and she died on September 1st, 2007. Unfortunately, the same day as my my daughter uh, was turning 10 years old, so that was extremely difficult for me. But it also is good to remind us that there's good and bad that happens to people. So our our dedication is to the episode is to her. Also, I'm dedicating this episode to my grandfather, who died of lung cancer, as well as my mother-in-law. Um, I'm dedicating it also to Hannah Duffy, a young teenager at age 14 that died of brain cancer, a wonderful girl who really fought hard. Uh, another person, my name, a friend of mine, my name is Jody, who also is dealing with a form of cancer. Um, Rita, a family member, is dealing with breast cancer over, off and on. So all this is dedicated to all the friends and families that are out there that I know or don't know that are struggling with this problem. And later on, I'm going to give you, uh, at the commercial break, I'm going to give you uh, a great commercial about American Cancer Society as well as other organizations that are helpful in learning more information about this. Like I said, I'm excited. And one of the things that it's taught me is if you're resilient, consistent, and persistent, things pay off. So my hard work has paid off because I'm here at 20, 20 episodes later. So anything that you have in your life that you're reaching out to do, you can always do it if you keep persistent. So always be persistent about your goals and your desires and dreams, folks. Just wanted to let you know that. So right now, let's talk about cancer. Um, what, I'm trying, what I know is that cancer has so many different varieties that we're not going to be able to talk about that today. But I am going to talk about three different types of cancer. Uh, the first episode, uh, part of the episode, I'm going to talk about lung cancer and brain cancer. And then the last episode, I'm going to talk about breast cancer. There's also a lot of Relay, uh, Relay for Life uh, programs going out there, so check your local communities for those kind of programs. All right, so cancer. If, if those of you may not know too much about cancer, cancer refers to one of those large number of diseases that are characterized by the development of abnormal cells that divide uncontrollably and have the ability to infiltrate and destroy normal body tissue. And cancer often has the ability to spread throughout the entire body. Cancer is the second leading cause of death in the United States, but survival rates are improving for many types of cancer, thanks to the vast improvement of cancer screening and cancer treatment available to us now. Now, the symptoms of cancer are usually fatigue, a lump of an area of thickening that can be felt under a skin, weight changes, including loss or gain, skin changes, changes in bowel or bladder habits, persistent cough or trouble breathing, difficulty swallowing, hoarseness, persistent indigestion or discomfort after eating, persistent unexplained muscle or joint pain, persistent unexplained fevers or night sweat, unexplained bleeding or bruising. I just wanted to let you know, I did forget one person I want to remember is her. Uh, he's my father-in-law. He's, he's just found out that he has bladder cancer, so he's dealing with that right now, too. I forgot to mention that. Just wanted to say that as well. Um, so right now, let's talk about lung cancer. The, the lung cancer is predominantly caused by toxins. So you got, if someone's a smoker, they are dealing 
with that type of cancer most likely at some point. The, the definition of lung cancer is that it begins in the lungs and that your lungs are, have two spongy organs in the chest that take the oxygen in when you inhale and release carbon dioxide when you exhale. Now, lung cancer is the leading cause of cancer death in the United States among both men and women. And lung cancer claims more lives each year than do colon, prostate, ovarian, and breast cancers combined. People who have smoked, who smoke, have the greatest risk of lung cancer. The risk of lung cancer increases in the length of time and number of cigarettes you smoke. So if you quit smoking, even after smoking for many years, you can significantly reduce your chance of developing lung cancer. Now, the symptoms of lung cancer are the following. And they typically cause uh, different symptoms, such as uh, if there's a new cough that doesn't go away, changes in a chronic cough or smoker's cough, coughing up blood, even a small amount of it, shortness of breath, chest pain, wheezing, hoarseness, losing weight without trying, bone pain, headache. Now, make an appointment with your doctor. If any of those things that I've mentioned come up, any changes in your health, these are things you want to double check. Now, the causes of lung cancer, obviously it can be from smoking, but it also could be from the environment as well. Now, smoking causes the majority of lung cancers, both smokers and people exposed to secondhand smoke. But lung cancer also occurs in people who never smoked and those who never had a prolonged exposure to secondhand smoke. In these cases, there, being, there will be no, there's no clear cause of lung cancer. How smoking causes lung cancer? Doctors believe that smoking causes lung cancer by damaging the cells and the lining of the lungs. When you inhale cigarette smoke, which is full of cancer-causing substances called carcinogens, there's changes in the lung tissue begin almost immediately. At first, your body may be able to help repair this damage, but with each repeated exposure, normal cells that line your lungs are increasingly damaged. Now, there's small cell lung cancer, which occurs almost exclusively in heavy smokers and less common in non-small cell uh, lung cancer. There's non-small, a non-small cell lung cancer, tongue twister there, sorry. Non-small cell lung cancer is an umbrella term for several types of lung cancers that behave in a similar way. Non-small lung cancers include squamous cell carcinoma, adenocarcinoma, and large cell carcinoma. Okay, now, the other kind of cancer is brain cancer. Now, brain cancer is also very popular now as far as people receiving issues about this. Now, the brain tumor that caused in the brain has a mass growth of abnormal cells in your brain. Now, many different types of brain tumors exist. Some brain tumors are uh, different in nature. Now, the, there's various tests that happen brain cancer. They can do some scans of your brain, CAT scan. Um, basically, uh, there are some tumors that, of course, are benign or cancerous of nature. So main thing is getting checked out. So how quickly a brain tumor grows can vary greatly and 
the growth rate as well as location of the brain tumor determines how well it affects the functioning of the nervous system. So brain tumor treatment options depend on the type of brain tumor you have as well as its size and location. Now, the symptoms and causes of brain tumors are the following. A new onset or change in the pattern of headaches, headaches that gradually become more frequent and more severe, an unexplained nausea or vomiting, vision problems such as blurred vision, double vision, or loss of peripheral vision, a gradual loss of sensation and movement in an arm or a leg, difficulty with balance, speech difficulties, confusion in everyday matters, personality or behavioral changes in the individual, seizures, especially in someone who doesn't have a history of seizures. Now, this occurred with the young girl I talked about before, Anna Duffy. She had a seizure, and they found out through that issue that she had a brain tumor after further testing. Um, hearing problems. So went to see a doctor. Make an appointment in the doc with the doctor if you have these persistent signs and symptoms, and there's no other way to answer that question other than possibly this. So if it can't be uh, answered by another condition, you know, but you definitely want to get it seen by a doctor. Now, brain tumors that begin in the brain um, originate in the brain itself, and it can uh, affect the cranial nerves, pterygoid gland, or pineal gland. Now, the primary brain tumors begin when normal cells acquire errors or mutations in their DNA. Now, the primary brain tumors are much less common than our secondary brain tumors, in which cancer begins elsewhere and spreads to the brain. Many different types of brain tumors exist, and each gets its name from the type of cells involved. Some of the examples are gilonomas, meningiomas, acoustic neuromas, and pituitary adenomas. Now, any cancer that can spread to the brain uh, but the most common types include breast cancer, colon cancer, kidney cancer, lung cancer, and melanoma. Now, the risk factors are the following. Your age, the risk of brain tumor increases as you age. Brain tumors are most common in older adults. However, a brain tumor can occur at any age. Exposure to radiation and family history of brain tumors. All right, folks, we're going to go to a break right now. Let's hear a little bit about American Cancer Society and what they do. And when we come back, we'll talk about breast cancer. The diagnosis is uh, brain cancer. Cole's tumor was about the size of a golf ball. And then when I found out it was stage four, I thought my life was over. I suddenly got the diagnosis of lymphoma. I was scared. I was terrified. I was overwhelmed. And I asked the doctor, you know, was I going to die? That's when my hair started falling out. And it was, it was really hard. What we're trying to do is change the narrative from hopelessness to hope. Hope Lodge is a gift. This makes the difference between life and death for some people. I don't think we would have been able to get this treatment without the Hope Lodge. It was like a hundred bricks being taken off my shoulder. We fund cancer research that involves virtually every type of cancer. The scope and the breadth of our research program will absolutely touch every community. I really do feel passionate that I am going to make a difference. Because of the support system, it makes a huge difference. If I didn't have them, 
I don't know what I would do. I have a 40% chance of getting cancer again within the next year and a half. Came back, it resurfaced itself, but this time it was larger. I needed a complete stranger to give the gift of life. The American Cancer Society and the research community is incredibly, incredibly in need of people's financial support. We need your help to fund groundbreaking research and vital patient services. We need you because we need to survive. Visit cancer.org to donate and help save lives. Hello, everybody. You're, you're listening to Getting Healthy Today, Impacting People's Lives. We're talking about cancer. I'm your host, Victor Ruiz. We're back. Um, American Cancer Society is a great organization. Definitely check them out at www.cancer.org for financial support if you can help them. Also, another great organization is the Hannah Duffy Foundation. Um, you can find them at hannahduffy.org. Um, you can also check out standuptocancer.org, another great organization. Um, they can really uh, use your help. So right now we're going to be talking about breast cancer. We talked about lung cancer, and we talked about uh, brain cancer just recently. So now I want to talk to you about breast cancer. Now, breast cancer after skin cancer, is the most common form of cancer diagnosed in women in the United States. Breast cancer can occur in both men and women, but it's far more common in women. Now, the substantial support for breast cancer awareness and research funding has helped improve the screening and diagnosis and advances in the treatment of breast cancer. Now, breast cancer survival rates have increased, and the number of deaths steadily have been declining, which is largely due to a number of factors such as early detection, and new personalized approach to treatment, and a better understanding of this disease. Now, the symptoms of this particular condition are the following. The signs and symptoms of breast cancer is having a breast lump or thickening that feels different from the surrounding tissue. So quite uh, consistently, a woman would have to check, and a man check, any changes in abnormalities in the, in the feel of the breast. Change in the size, shape, or appearance of a breast. Changes to the skin over the breast, such as dimpling, also could be an, a symptom. A newly inverted nipple, peeling, scaling, or flaking of the pigmented area of skin surrounding the nipple or areola or breast skin. Now, redness or pitting of the skin over your breast like the skin of an orange. Now, if you find a lump or other change in your breast, men or women, you must go to your doctor and determine, they'll determine if a mammogram is necessary or not, and, of course, you would get in and find out. Now, the causes, it's not clear to what actually causes breast cancer. But doctors know that breast cancer occurs when some breast cells begin growing abnormal, uh, abnormally. excuse me, And the cells divide more rapidly than the healthy cells do and continue to accumulate and accumulate, which requires, um, like we said, a mammogram to further analyze those cells. Now, the cells may spread or what we call metastasize to the breast and also into your lymph nodes and other parts of your body. So breast cancer most often begins in the cell in the milk-producing ducts of the breast, and the breast cancer may also begin in a glandular tissue called lobules. Now, researchers have identified hormonal, lifestyle, and environmental factors 
which may increase your risk of breast cancer. But it's not clear why some people have no risk factors develop cancer, and yet other people with risk factors never do. It's likely that breast cancer can be caused by a complex interaction of genetic makeup and the person's environment. Now, inherited breast cancer, doctors estimate that 5 to 10% of breast cancers are linked to gene mutations passed through generations of families. And a number of inherited mutated genes that can increase the likelihood of breast cancer have been identified. And the most common are breast cancer gene 1 and breast cancer gene 2. If you have a strong family history of breast cancer or other cancers, your doctor may recommend a blood test to help you identify specific mutations in the BRCA or other genes that are being passed through your family. Now, the risk factors. The risk factors for breast cancer are the following. Being female, women are much more likely than men to develop breast cancer, but men, if you're listening, definitely don't rule yourself out. Increasing age. Your risk of breast cancer increases as we age. A personal history of breast cancer. If you have a breast cancer in one breast, you have increased risk of developing cancer in the other breast. A family history of breast cancer, if your mother, sister, or daughter was diagnosed with breast cancer, particularly at a young age, your risk of cancer is increased. Still, the majority of people diagnosed with breast cancer have no family history of this disease. Inherited genes that increase cancer risk, there's certain gene mutations that increase the risk of breast cancer that can be passed from parents to children. And the most common gene mutations known are referred to as BRCA1, BRCA2. These genes can greatly increase your risk of breast cancer and other cancers, but they do not make cancer inevitable. There's a radiation exposure. If someone has been receiving radiation exposure or radiation treatments to the chest area as a child or a young adult, you may be at risk of breast cancer, and it could be increased. Obesity. Being obese increases your risk of breast cancer. Beginning your period at a younger age. Beginning your period before age 12 increases your risk of breast cancer. Beginning menopause at an older age. If you began menopause at an older age, you're more likely to develop breast cancer, as researchers believe. Having your first child at an older age, women who give birth their first child after 30 may have an increased risk of breast cancer. Having never been, been pregnant, women who have never been pregnant have a greater risk of breast cancer than do women who have had one or more pregnancies. Postmenopausal hormone therapy, women who take hormonal therapy medications combine estrogen and progesterone to treat the signs and symptoms of menopause have an increased risk of breast cancer. The risk of breast cancer decreases when women stop taking these medications. Drinking alcohol increases the risk of breast cancer. All this information is retrieved from Mayo Clinic. Um, any questions you have, of course, you would definitely speak to your doctor. Uh, again, this is just informational purposes today, what we're talking about in discussing cancer. There is so many other cancers folks out there, but I do like to especially say I wish everyone the best out there who is dealing with someone with cancer. It's a terrible fight. Um, and I wish everybody God sent. I hope everyone, uh, I wish everyone a lot of prayers and a lot of support in dealing with this issue. If you have a family member or friend, um, definitely get support. 
definitely check out the websites that I talked to you about. I'll say them once again. So www.cancer.org is the American Cancer Society. A great organization of a friend of ours is Hannah Duffy Foundation. That's at hannahduffy.org. Um, they do great work also. Um, StandUpToCancer.org. These are all just a few of organizations, and there's many out there that help and support cancer research, which we need a lot of, and hopefully we find the cure for everything. So, like I said, we dedicated this episode to everyone that either I know or you know that are dealing with this, and let's hope that everyone, we can find a cure for this terrible condition. I had a great time today, folks. Um, I hope I've given you value. It's been great. It's my 20th episode. I hope to do more. Please feel free to get in touch with me at Getting Healthy Today at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I would love to hear from you about different topic ideas for upcoming episodes. Next week, uh, we're going to talk about an episode. Uh, we're going to talk about nutrition and the importance of that and also information about what I may be able to help you with uh, through my business. So, everyone, this broadcast will be replayed on Stitcher Radio and on iTunes if you want to check that out. Or you can go and follow me here at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash getting healthy today. That's, again, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash getting healthy today. It's been great, folks. Have a wonderful rest of your April Fool's Day. I hope you enjoyed the program, and I would hope to see you again real soon. And check out the replay, all right? Have a wonderful weekend and week. Take care. Bye.